At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Hour three of VSIN Prime Time alongside Matt Brown. I am Tim Murray. Our super week of coverage continues here on VSIN. And joining us right now. Boy, we had to we had to go through a lot of handlers and bookers just, to get this just to get this sliding one. right on in. The one, the only, Jonathan Vonto. Oh, we're gonna zoom out. We look at this. Look at this. Oh, there it is. JVT in the house. Who is uh? Should doing... I just slide in? You remember the like, slide yeah, oh, yeah, the oh, Collinsworth thing. Oh, the Michaels no, or the uh, the Collinsworth Collins there. Yeah, yeah. I should have just slide in. Man, <sighs> missed out on the opportunity. I thought when we did the bumper of the the Vsin. Super week here. All right, I'll ask the same question I've asked. I might have even asked you already, but we got a new audience. It's super week now. JVT, the Von Tobles are known across this city of Las Vegas. Right. The Super Bowl is in Vegas. Just you're doing local radio upstairs right now. I mean, that, is that even like five, six, seven years ago? Even think of like in your mind that this could happen. No, not at all. I mean, I think we brought it up when we talked about it last time, but you know, you go back to less than 10 years ago when they were canceling Tony Romo's fantasy right. convention out yeah. here in Las Vegas. Um, there's an old story back around 2005, 2006 that you know, uh, screens that were 50 inches wide or longer than 50 inches wide couldn't be used to show the game because there was going to be a copyright issue and that the NFL was threatening to send people out here to measure screens at Super Bowl parties around the city, and if they were going to be wider than 50 inches, they were going to shut the parties down. You know, we, we can go long list of the things that the NFL has not liked. And yet here we are, Tim, I went down on Sunday, uh, Sunday night to help set up at Radio Row. And they have these banks of the NFL themed slot machines that are there. And they got free credits in them just so people try them out, whatever. You're not winning actually money. And I'm watching some guy do it. He hits the jackpot and he's just kind of looking around like, what is this? We're seeing people today kind of try them out. And it's incredible because not only are they here, they're 100% embracing everything that Vegas is with their NFL theme slots, uh, with the partnerships with the sports books like DraftKings. 
it is incredible how far you come in such a little bit amount of time, just given the fact that they treated like Las Vegas just didn't exist and that everything that Las Vegas has been known about didn't exist. I used to do a bunch of programming around the Super Bowl here when this background would not have been able, yep. we would not have been able to do it because there's odds and you couldn't show, <laughs> couldn't show the odds screens, yeah. across, across state lines. So we would have to have changed this whole shot right here or blurred that out, which looks great, by yep. the way, like when you have to go oh, yeah. and post and blur everything out, that yep. looks real good for programming stuff. But we literally wouldn't have been able to even do this shot because of the whole odds thing going across state lines. And yep. Stuff, well, and I, and I look, I think it's a positive. I also think that we should be forthright with why this is here. The NFL is getting their piece down. Yeah. So like this course. is, you know, it's not like something where the NFL like had a big press conference. You're like we were, we understand that we were being ridiculous and wrong, and we're coming out of here the goodness of our heart. No, they're using a building that got 750 million dollars in public funds at Allegiant Stadium, uh, right? They're getting their piece of the pie when it comes to sports gambling, and they're here. But nonetheless, it is a very cool thing, and that's kind of been the theme of talking to people down there. Um, you know, we got to talk to Arthur Smith, right? Or excuse me, Mike Smith, uh, yeah. the former Falcons head coach. You, yep. you know, she'll be talking right before then. You know, and I asked him, like, as a guy who, because he told us, he was like, yeah, I've, you know, I've put some, he had the way he put his, I've left some dollars behind out here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, as somebody who, you know, coached and has left dollars behind, like, what has this been like? And he, like, he said to us, he's like, I wouldn't have, he's like, I don't think, if 10 years ago, if you would have asked me this, I would have said it was impossible. And yet, like, here they are right now. Jonathan Von Tobel, our good friend, colleague at MeJVT on Twitter, still the NBA insider, but, you know, this week it's, uh, we got a lot, a lot going on, uh, doing some local radio. Uh, I imagine this has been discussed on on the local front because the station that you work for, the ESPN radio affiliate in town, is the flagship for UNLV. What have the local folks made of the uh, 49ers calling out the facilities at UNLV? Well, it's actually, if you actually know what was happening, so the the NFL actually came in, so UNLV practice facility actually got new turf, it's not even turf, it's artificial turf, but new fields put in before this season began. So they wanted to practice on grass. They wanted the actual practice on real turf. So the NFL came in and put grass over the field. Oh. So what's, what's the problem is, is the NFL's field is so, too soft for the 49ers. So it's being banted about as like, hey, this is, look, it's a multi-million dollar you know, football yeah, complex that they beautiful. just built over the Fertitta, there. The, the Fertitta family yeah. threw that money in there. Yeah. The complex itself is fine. It's the fact that the grass that the NFL put down is, is not good enough for the 49ers, but they're all reporting that it passed every single standard. All uh, right, that the NFL has put forth. So I think it sounds like the 49ers are just complaining about something to complain about it. <laughs> it feels too soft. Yeah, right. No, it don't feel too soft. I mean, I guess like, you know, guys, look, when you're right. professionals, right? Like, yeah, you know, know, they you feel the basketball say, exactly. and they, they know. know everything. But like, yes. it all the does Kansas sound. City and all the, the people, all the people. You get the baseball and the guy right. looks at it and he throws it back right. and give me another baseball. He's like, this <laughs> stitch, there's one stitch off. <laughs> we can't do this. Yeah, look, I mean, Kansas City, because they've been in the Super Bowl now two straight years. Guess what? They had to go to Arizona State last year. They didn't get the Cardinals facility. It alternates every year. So they had the sod father. They had his work. You know, remember last year in the Super Bowl? We yep. had to deal with that. That was ridiculous too. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get to uh, just how you're looking to attack this game. We talked a little bit about it last week, but new new audience. Uh, from a prop perspective, has there been anything that has initially caught your eye, JVT, from a prop standpoint? Yeah, and I'm going to wait because I want to see how high this gets. And actually, it got to my list like minus 165. Um, I think it got bet back down. So Kyle Juszczyk's receptions, I think, is a fascinating prop. Yep. So it's set at a half, but it got to as high as minus 165. So I, I want to see how high this yes or this over gets because I want to bet no. 
I mean, we're like we're talking about a guy who, of course, has 17 targets on the entire yeah. season. 11 games with zero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So like, but the market's like, nah, minus 165. Yeah. And it's going to keep going because remember, guys, you caught a couple of balls in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> caught a couple of balls. Yeah. There. Caught a touch. Did he catch a touchdown in the? I know Super he scored Bowl? in the. I know he scored. I can't remember what it was. Catcher running. But uh, for me, it's just to play on the number. Like if we're talking about yes, minus 165, and a guy's got 17 targets, mm-hmm. targets, not receptions, targets all year long. I'm totally down to take the plus money on that and just ride and see what happens. But I think that's the top for me. And and I do think, like, overall, the way that I've kind of game-planned this game going, uh, which is, you know, I do think that it's going to involve a, a really strong ground game, time of possession, taking advantage uh, of Kansas City's run defense, you know, uh, some overs on, like, Christian McCaffrey rushing and or attempts, some unders on Brock Purdy uh, pass attempts and completions because I don't think he's going to need to do that much. That's kind of like the path I'm going down here with some of these props for sure. Talked about this a few different times today, and it's kind of been shocking to me because we saw some action over the course of the week in most of the different markets out there, but nothing at all in the total. This thing went from 48 to 47 and a half and just stuck since then. Do you think that people are just, there's such an incredible amount of things to bet on. Everyone's like digging through, sifting through. They want to bet on the player, but they want to do whatever. Like, Is, is the total just kind of getting getting left out there because like, eh, I don't really feel one way that I'm just going to leave it alone. We're typically just one-way traffic on the over. I mean, I think so, right? Because generally, too, when you talk to just your your average sports better, how many are actually betting totals? Like, totals aren't that sexy. They're not that fun. And then when you have a a game like this where the public has its say, where there's more public money in the pool than anything else, when props are getting more and more uh, exotic and plentiful, especially where you're talking about where you're betting, where you're getting, you would think it's not going to be a massive uh, a massive pull, but you're getting some who are coming in just because of the popularity of the off the field stuff, whether yeah. it's you know Swift or Kelsey mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I think people are going to gravitate toward those other things. And the concept of betting how many points are going to get scored in the game and rooting for that or against points in the game, I think is not just a very attractive view for a lot of people. So I think that's probably why you're going to see this total just kind of stick at 47 and a half. Although I do like an under for what it's worth. Yeah, uh, Circa today, by the way, touched 48 for it looks like two hours and then went back down to 47 uh, and a half. Uh, You'll be with me on Friday. Yes. uh, Here on VEASAN primetime. But... Uh, as it stands right now, just from a from a side perspective, you talked about Kyle Juszczyk under Brock Purdy game plan. So you mentioned it last week. I think you and I are, are thinking similarly where I'm looking towards the 49ers, haven't bet it yet. We'll see how the money line moves here. MVP market, if you think Brock Purdy is is not going to have to be used a ton, are you looking at McCaffrey? What, what would be the way you'd you'd go about the MVP pool. So I'm pretty stubborn with this, and actually coming up on the website, I think about tomorrow, I have to submit my last part of it. Uh, Zach Cohen, Adam Burke, and myself did kind of like a little roundtable on MVP where I took the position of, look, these voters are simpletons. It's going to be quarterbacks almost every single time. And I think that when you're looking at the prospects of like what could happen, like even for the 49ers, for example, guys, like I think a lot of people look at San Francisco and go, well, they got a lot of weapons, right? You got Christian McCaffrey, you got George Kittle, you got Debo Samuel, you got Brandon Ayuk. This is a team that you could have a ton of guys win this award. My rebuttal is, yeah, or you could have a bunch of guys contribute all at once, and who's going to be the guy giving it to him that entire time? It would be a guy like Brock Purdy, and if, if Brock Purdy throws for over 200, uh, 250 yards and George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and on Christian McCaffrey all receive a touchdown and a win, who are you going to give that award to? It's going to be Brock Purdy because voters don't know how to look at this with nuance more often yeah. than not. So I think it's the quarterbacks to look at or pass. I think we've seen plenty of examples. Of I that. think it can only be the top three guys. Yeah. I, I think a world exists in which McCaffrey can run for 120 yards yep. and catch 35 yards and have three touchdowns. And then at that point, it could be him. But it, that's why I've kind of, if you're on the side of the Chiefs, right? I mean, like it's plus 105 on the money line right now, or it's 125 you on the Mahomes. Mahomes. You play Mahomes. Mahomes. Like, Mahomes. There, there's yeah. no other path 
to someone else winning. Now, and even to that point, right? So, like, you just rattled off that stat line. That's the other thing I keep focusing on because people say, well, like, well, the receivers won it. Well, yeah, Cooper Cup had eight catches, nearly 100 yards, and two touchdowns. With the stat line you just rolled out, you know if you same-game parlay that, you're getting, like, seven or eight to one mm-hmm. on Christian McCaffrey. So, like, if you're going over on rushing yards, over on 30-and-a-half receiving yards, and to score two touchdowns, you're talking about the range of six to one on the same-game parlay. So even then, even if you think McCaffrey can win this, why not put something together like that? Because that's the stat line he's going to need to put together to actually win this award. And I I think it's kind of telling, and I was on with uh, I was on the Lombardi line on Saturday morning, and they asked me about you know how they would how, if if because I was saying I, I like the Niners a little bit, haven't bet it yet. They asked, well, what would you do in the in the MVP pool? And I said, well, when how often are we getting a difference between a minus one thirty favorite and the quarterback of the favorite being plus two twenty five? Right. Like, look, Brock Purdy may not win the MVP, but. It's a risk I'm willing to take where I'm getting the starting quarterback of that team who is the favorite in the game at a dollar fifty better price than the money line. Yep. I think it makes absolute sense. I'm, a, I'm with you 100%. I'm pretty stubborn on this, too. Yeah. So don't waste your money on any of the defensive players. It's not happening. But what if? Not happening. <laughs> Zero chance. By the way, if we talk to Chuck Esposito from Stations, I mean, Travis Kelsey winning MVP would be an absolute nightmare yep. for these sports books absolute nightmare i don't think it'll happen jvt appreciate it man go back to local radio much appreciated. You got it jvt will be with me on friday we'll be joined in studio josh applebaum as v-sin super week continue at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Prime Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ready? 
doing? Make sure you check out the new and improved vsin website, vsin.com. Lots and lots of Super Bowl 58 coverage. How you want to attack this game. So check it out, vsin.com. Alongside Matt Brown, I'm Tim Murray. Our coverage of Super Week continues here as the guests keep on flooding in. He joins us every Monday via Skype, but he's in studio for Super Week. It is Josh Applebaum at Josh underscore insights. Josh, welcome back to town, my man. I know it's been a while, Tim. Yeah. Matt, great to be with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it beats being in New England with a foot and a half of snow. So even though it's rainy and cold here, it's much better than being in Boston. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Look at the positive <laughs> attitude. Yeah, to bring some positive. I've got enough, enough negativity from the media folks. Uh, you, you told me it would be warm here. I don't know. What am I, in charge of the weather? You brought the rain. It's your fault. Um, all right, let's uh, let's start with the Super Bowl. Obviously, that's why you're here. We'll get into some random, weird college basketball plays that you have. Oh, yeah. Got even three though, of them for you. Even though I, I have a guess of what side you're on, and probably <laughs> you and I are on the same one uh, coming up at the top of the hour. But uh, let's uh, let's go side total perspective. Um, you know, the way that you like to go about betting, line movement, haven't seen a ton of it. We saw a little bit to the over today. That got scooped back down to 47.5. So total's 47.5. Side still sits pretty much two across the uh, market. How are you evaluating this from a from your kind of vantage point. Yeah, Tim, I think this one is fascinating because it's really breaking down two things, the data versus the human element in a system match that is just red hot and you don't really want to bet against. So let's go with the data. That's where I try to start with, you know, really look at the where the line open and how it's moved. If you tell me San Francisco, you're going there because it's sharp, I'm going to agree with you. San Francisco opened, you know, minus two and a half. They got down to one. That initial move was toward Kansas City. And there are a lot of questions in the betting, you know, gambling circle. Will it get to a pick em? Will it flip? dog to fave in favor of Kansas City. But no, that never happened when it bottomed out at minus one for San Francisco. It got hit with a lot of buyback. It's now back up to two. Some shops are two and a half here, guys. And if you look at the bet splits, Kansas City's a trendy dog. They're getting 71% of bets. So with all things being equal, you know, 99 out of 100 times, I would be going with San Francisco in this spot. But the data says San Francisco, but you are going up against Patrick Mahomes. And we all know how Mahomes does as a dog. This is something that you're going to hear all week, but 10-1 and one ATS as a dog in his career. But it's not just Mahomes in particular, but kind of a dog spot in the Super Bowl and the playoffs. When you get to the playoffs, guys, uh, so far this postseason, dogs are 8-4 and four against the spread. They're 51-34 and 34 ATS, 60% since 2017. And in the Super Bowl in particular, last 20 years, dogs are 13-7 and seven against the spread, 65%. They're 3-0 ATS the last three. If you're looking toward teasing up Kansas City or maybe worried about you know, this buyback going back towards San Francisco, I think it's a great teaser play to take uh, Kansas City plus two to plus eight, two and a half to eight and a half. If you tease a dog six points up in the Super Bowl, it's 17 and three against the spread, 85% last 20 years. And then also you have, you know, obviously the pedigree of Mahomes and, and Andy Reid being in the spot. But I think it's a rallying cry, you know, being a dog. You know, Kansas City, I made the joke on Follow the Money this morning. They don't know they're a trendy dog. They don't know the line's going back to San Francisco. Tim, they just know that they're a dog. And Patrick Mahomes, we saw after he beat the Ravens, he had a great quote. We've been underdogs for the last two games, but we never feel like underdogs. We got a lot of guys who know how to win. So this is tough for me. Again, if you're telling me like San Fran because they're sharp and they're contrarian and line's going back in their favor, I agree with you. But, Tim, I made a vow. I made a mistake last year, a year for a year ago. I took the Eagles. I lost, and I said I will never bet, bet against Mahomes as a dog again. So I'm going down the ship. Uh, it's been 2-0 so far since that declaration. I'm on uh, Chiefs plus 2.5. Typically with these island games, and we talked this 
about this over the course of the season whenever I would be in here on Monday Night Football. You know, the Island Games, it's all over money coming in on all the casual bettors that come in. And this total goes from 48 to 47 and a half and has just been stuck in the mud basically the entire time. Do you expect us to get enough of the casual money? It's, it's one of the few times where casual money can move lines, right? Because there's just so many, so much such a flood for the Super Bowl. Do you think we get back to 48? Do you think it gets on the other half of 48? Or do you think that we're kind of where we're going to be with all this? Yeah, so I'm looking toward maybe this going back down to 47, Matt, because mm-hmm. we've been sitting 47 and a half all week. And you look at the bet splits right now. I mean, public is hammering this over. About 70% of bets are going over. But if you look at some of the juice, I like to look at juice not just knowing what I have to pay the book, but also... You know, does it pull back the curtain and tell us where the next move might be? There are a couple of shops that are 47.5 under minus 115. So do we see it get down to 47? Do you lose that hook? If you're going under, you want that hook. If it's a, uh, you know, 24-23 game, 27-20 game, that could be really, really critical here. You look at Kansas City, they're 14-6 and six to the under on the year, 70%. They've been incredible. Like, what is it, 18-1, and 18-2 and two second half as well. Uh, so I would we'll be looking toward the under here. And when you get to the postseason in particular, guys, when the total's a high total, 47 or more, the under 62% in the playoffs since 2018. So I'll lean under, but I really want to see all these books fall to 47 to kind of get further validation that the under's the smart play. Yeah, very interested to see how it uh, how it plays out. Josh Applebaum here in studio with us uh, on uh, as part of Super Week at VEASAN uh, Live is where we can find us on Twitter, at Josh underscore insights is where you can find Josh there on social media. All right, let's look at some props. Uh, you know, look, you got to deep dive and see how the market is moving. For someone like yourself who loves to see how the market is moving, are there a couple props that you've kind of eyed up that have moved a decent amount from open? There are, Tim. So I think if you just look at a philosophy, I think if you're going into prop betting, just have a plan of attack. Obviously, the overs are going to get hit by the public. They're going to go yeses. They're going to go plus money. I think you want to go the other way. I would lean on no's. I would lean on unders. I wouldn't be afraid to bet some minus numbers. And also, you know, look at maybe some de- defensive props because I think those are the ones that maybe go under the radar. I'll look at this one, guys. The longest kickoff return. Uh, it's 27 and a half yards. The under at DraftKings is minus 145. That's a pretty hefty juice price. And tells me that the under is a smart play here. It may even fall to 27. Harrison Bucker, uh, touchback percentage, 87%. Both these teams are top 10 or top 12 in terms of kickoff yardage allowed around only 20 or 21 yards. And then also you look at what they've done so far in the playoffs. I mean, Kansas City, uh, San Fran, they really haven't had anyone run it back more than 28 yards. And the other thing is, you know, we're in a dome. There's no weather. It's going to be perfect conditions. I think these kick, uh, guys kicking it off are going to be able to boot it over the head of the, uh, of the, the kick returners. Uh, and again, are you going to risk running it out? Adrenaline, you want to be a hero? Sure, I get all that. But I'd rather give Mahomes or Purdy the ball at the 25 and not risk a turnover. So I'll go under 27 and a half yards uh, kickoff return. A prop that's already in my account as well. Ooh, so, oh, really? Yeah. Nice, dude. We didn't even talk about that. Well. No, no. That one, that one is in there. So wait, so, so under 26 and a half yards. 27 and a half. 27 and a half. Yeah. That oh, one oh, yard oh. Might, might make or break your return there. And yeah. if there's unlimited, if there's just... Touchback galore, you're good to well, go. Well, if you lean towards the under as well, right, then there's going to be fewer kickoffs. So, like, right. there's, like, yeah. there's yeah. all these things that yeah, go into play, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of correlation. That, right? Yeah, very yeah. interesting um, to look at that. Yeah, so uh, let's let's go into one that there's got to be just tons and tons of analysis on, which is the Gatorade color, obviously. Oh, and, like, oh man. Listen, listen, this is this is, this is is all personal preference. Like, I mean, are you a purple guy? Are you an orange guy? A blue? A red? What, what are we doing here? Oh, man. To be honest with you, I'm not going to bet that one. I mean, if you want to have some fun, bet five, ten bucks, take the plus money. I would say, though, be glued to Twitter. What was it a few years ago? Someone leaked out information. Yeah, they they had a, they a friend the, who was the water boy, and, the and people made some money. So opened it up and uh, yeah. and it, checked it out. It, it's just wild. He, he, 
I asked him, and he's immediately he's like Riptide Rush, and I was that's like, "That's my that's my personal that'll be preference." Clear. Something you and, don't and expect. And I get it. Why? Because I was because I was wondering like, why is purple like this this favorite? It's because you get two of the major because you get grape uh, as well. So you okay. get Riptide Rush and grape, and so they're both purple. So, therefore, the plus. And now it's starting to make sense. Like now, this it's is what you get. Vsin Super Week. Now it's all coming together. I mean, yeah. two. You get two flavors. Yeah. with the purple. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to a little college basketball. So. Uh, I have given out a play. I gave it out earlier. VEASAN.com. Check it out on uh, on the picks page. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to tip my hand, even though I imagine Josh probably is headed that <laughs> way as well. All right, so we do have a game coming up top of the hour. Before we get to some random me action or something like that, do you have a play on Kansas, Kansas State, which is going to tip off top of the hour? So to be honest, I was really close on taking the dog there, Tim. Okay. Uh, really contrarian opportunity. Public is all over Kansas in this spot. And Kansas at one point, Weren't they minus five and a half or five or six. somewhere around there? Six even? Circuits yeah. Six last night. So this thing is falling. It's really, you know, sinking like a stone here. So I would go Kansas State or nothing. I just think it becomes a question to you of do you feel like the value is Has now it gone? gone? Too far. Yeah, yeah no, you I know, agree. if they lose by four, you'd hate that you got a three and a half and not a four and a half, five. Uh, but Tim, it's definitely uh uh, what do you like to call it? The, the, the hold your nose ones? Or what is it? The, oh, yeah. the stinky ones? Yeah, we got it. It's got to be K-State or nothing. We got to hold our nose. Yeah, we're on the Purple Cats. Uh, situationally, it doesn't get much better than, than what Kansas State has got tonight. So I thought you were going to be on that game. So you're not. So where else are we headed? Uh, still have a couple games still to tip here this evening, Josh. What do you got for us? I'll give you three real quick. I know we only have a minute here. But uh, one of my go-tos is add a game, extra games, six-digit rotation number with a line move. These are the games that... Uh, I was at Resorts World earlier today. They didn't even have the games up. I couldn't even bet on them. So I had to take a long walk in the rain to the Superbook. And luckily, Superbook had these, uh, but I'll give you three of them. Alcorn State uh, at home. They went from minus 2.5 to minus 3. Fishy line move, 45% bets, 80% of the money. Uh, Grambling is only 2-8 and eight on the road. The line's going to Alcorn State. Give me Alcorn State. Money line around minus 150. Arkansas Pine Bluff and, and Prairie View. Here's another one for you, uh, minus two and a half to three. We've seen this line move in favor of Prairie View. Only half the tickets, but uh, 70% of the money. And this is a big Ken Palm edge. Ken Palm, Tim and Matt, they have uh, he has Prairie View winning by six points. So he's got a really good edge on this one. Uh, and that's another money line play on Prairie View. And then the last one that makes no sense that I love, Southern at Jackson State. Uh, Jackson State has the worst record. They're 8-13. and 13. Southern's 12-3. and three. Southern's won three straight. Jackson State has lost three straight. Yet this game opened out of Pickham, and it is now steamed up to Jackson State as high as minus three. So something's going on with Jackson State. Give me Jackson State money line. Got the Super Bowl in town, and we got Josh betting 306660. <laughs> those are the buttes. You got to find those, man. Those are the best ones. That's Josh Applebaum, part of our VSIN Super Week coverage. It is VSIN primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on an annual for a annual VSIN Pro subscription and get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price, which is $240. Just use the promo code PRIME, even though. Apparently, Mike Samich was telling you otherwise. Yeah. Get access to everything on our brand new vsin.com website. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing the read. All our best bets with a leaderboard to see which vsin expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Remember, the promo code is PRIME. Get your first year of vsin pro access for only $199. Sign up today. vsin.com. 
VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is VEASAN primetime. We're live here from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Part of our Super Week coverage here on VEASAN. The Super Bowl here in town as we speak. It is media day, or what do they call Opening night, I believe is what they call it Opening now. night, yeah. Opening night. Getting some quotes already coming out here. Anything juicy? I mean, this one means more to Travis I Kelsey than any ever. I heard that. Just yeah. said he's... Uh, Just means more. He's like he plays in the SEC. Says he's, uh, says he's living the dream, which I believe that he is. Probably living the dream. You are friends with Mahomes, who then throws you now in all of his commercials. So you're getting all the endorsement deals for your buddy, and then you're uh, dating the most popular person on the planet. Yep. Pretty, pretty, you're living the dream. And you've got a couple other uh, non-Mahomesian... Um, uh, endorsements yourself yeah. and you've got the most popular podcast in the world and uh you're also oh and you're playing in the super bowl and you're playing yeah, in the yeah, yeah there's yeah. that all there's that, that. Yeah, yeah that thing too i mean it seems like and i don't i mean this might be a hot take but it seems like it's pretty good to be travis kelsey yeah i would say so i would say so and he just had 116 yards receiving and 11 touch 11 receptions um against the baltimore ravens so tim i let me look since you've alluded to it a couple oh, different times. We, we got the leg cross. We've got what, uh, what what draws you to San Francisco in this game? It's a good question. I, I just I think about and I, I do want so last year I was on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Chiefs. And it I I do I wonder, Matt, and maybe I'm crazy in this process, where we think back to the end of the regular season. Kansas City and San Francisco play, let's say they play week 17 on a neutral. What's the spread? Is it four? Is it three? Maybe it's three. I, I'm, I'm it's just probably a field goal. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering is this a situation where, because my biggest thing in, in sports gambling is, is to try to avoid the overreactions, mm-hmm. but sometimes you do need to play on said overreactions, right? That's kind of where, like, I'll give you an example. I'm not trying to go away from from your question. Sure, but sure, sure. Saturday night, college basketball. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga's laying four and a half against St. Mary's. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think Gonzaga's that good this year, right? Like, and I, I went to go grab the candy, and I'm like, ah, I got, like, I, I pulled yeah. back, right? And then you watch the game unfold. It wasn't a blowout, but St. Mary's wins the game outright. Another situation, Kansas-Houston. I'm like, man, Kansas is a home dog? That never happened. Mm-hmm. They go out, they smoke Houston. So I'm wondering, I'm like, on one side, I believe, has have we gone too far overreacting to a couple performances that were very impressive by Kansas City, beating Miami in the Tundra, a Miami team that was missing a bunch of defensive pieces, mm-hmm. going on the road and beating Buffalo, Hell of a job. And then beating Baltimore, but being plus three in the turnover margin. So, I, I like I said, I haven't bet it yet. Yeah. My lean is to San Francisco because I'm just wondering, Matt, are we overreacting and thinking everything has been fixed by Kansas City when this was a team that not that long ago we were all saying, this team's got some serious flaws. I am I am banking on the defense, but I, I, I'm fully... I'm fully bought into the fact that I think that the 49ers could win this game at margin. So like I'm although I'm on the Chiefs side of things, I am there is a game state where I think that they aren't able to get home, that Purdy is throwing from a clean pocket, 
that the run defense, which has been suspect from the Chiefs' side of things as well, like we always talk about the 49ers' run defense, the Chiefs' run defense has been suspect as well, and that McCaffrey just kind of gets what he needs to get along the way. And if that's the case, I have also played out a script in my head where I think they win by 10-plus in this game. You know, And so I, I'm, I'm fully okay with the handicap that I think happening not playing out and understanding like okay it just didn't work out. you know it just didn't work out it's it's one of those things too which i, I don't want to say it makes me angry but like matt's bet the chiefs i haven't bet it yet but i'm gonna be on the niners like if the chiefs come away sunday night and are victorious winning their second consecutive super bowl with arguably the greatest quarterback we've ever seen walk this earth i'd be like oh, yeah i mean mm-hmm. It's not idiotic to bet either side. I feel yeah. like we get into this discourse so often where it's like, you think, the, you think the Niners are going to win? Idiot. You mm-hmm. think the Chiefs are It's like, no. I could, I could see it in my head that the Kansas City Chiefs, look, I was much more confident that the Baltimore Ravens, Matt, were going to win. And I think what's important to note, too, regarding, I got asked this question, I was doing a radio hit, I think mm-hmm. it was last week. And the question was, do the odds makers not, do they not know how to price Kansas City? And I should have been quicker on my feet, and then I thought about more. I'm like, well, they priced the Ravens game at, what, three. The betting market pushed it out to five. Yeah. The betting market was inaccurate. The And look, you could say the odds makers were too, but like people who shaped the market, and I believe you were on the other side, right? You had, you had yeah. the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah so you were accurate, mm-hmm. but... The betting market pushed it out there. So the thing about going back to the 49ers here, and we had Dieter Kurtenbach on who covers the team for the San Jose Mercury News on last hour, my biggest concern is, okay, I trust the Niners. I think Andy Reid, when push comes to sub, I would take him over Kyle Shanahan, but I don't think it's that massive of a gap, right? We talk so highly of Kyle Shanahan, and I believe that he's one of the more innovative, bright minds in, in football. But that defense scares the hell out of me because I'm like, what's been going on with the defense when you think about the Packers game, when you think about the Lions game early on, and these slow starts. Like, San Francisco, you can't be doing what you did these past two Mm -hmm. weeks because if if Patrick Mahomes and that defense get out to a two-touchdown lead, I think it's good night, sweetheart. That's the difference between the two playoff games so far that they've been able to come back and and it's – Packers defense stinks, and we and the Lions secondary is, is horrible. I mean, yeah, it, they they're pretty good run defense, but it doesn't matter when you're playing. And the Lions look. Let's be honest, right? Like, I you're you're very analytically based mm-hmm. and, and aggressive when it comes to play calling and, and going for it. And I know it's all revisionist history, but if they kick a field goal at 24-10 to make it 27-10, now it's a three possession game. Are we talking about the Lions in the Super Bowl? You know, a couple fourth downs go their way. You know, they were this close, right, to being gone. The margin for that comeback was so razor thin. They got there. They forced the turnover at the opportune time. They stopped a couple fourth downs. And bada-bing, bada-boom, they were in the the Super Bowl. But, like, man, it was this Mm -hmm. close, right? It was this close. Very Mm -hmm. much. I'm not going to say it because mistakes happen. Patrick Mahomes did throw 14 interceptions, but something happened Christmas Day that this offense has changed. They're not messing around anymore, and Patrick Mahomes is completing 68% of his passes this postseason with no turnovers. Yeah, it's I'm, – I'm, again, so the handicap for me is 
a healthy dose of Pacheco. Yep. I already told you, I have Pacheco over on the rushing yards. I also have Pacheco leading rusher in the game as, as another prop that I have in my account. Um, I think that's an interesting one. And that is, so it's a head-to-head. Yeah. Basically between him and, and this is the numbers, numbers gone now, but um, I think a lot of people started to realize, like, I mean, it seems like maybe this is a tiny bit mispriced. If you look, Pacheco in their playoff games, he's been the leading rusher in the game in all of their playoff games. Weirdly enough, McCaffrey's not been the leading rusher in any in both of their playoff games so far. Um, wow. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but you you look at this, and again, it's this is just me playing out the handicap. The handicap being, okay, I think the Chiefs win the game. I think Pacheco does well. If, if Pacheco does well, he's currently slated for his over-under 16.5 carries. Well, if I think that they're going to win and they're going to be leading in the fourth quarter – that 16 and a half probably becomes 19 and a half, 20 and a half, maybe 21 carries for him. He had 24 carries last game. So the yardage totals based off of what we think he's going to get yards per carry on the, on the yardage, on the carry total that he's been given. Well, I'm adding to that. And then with that game script, then they're going to have to throw more on the 49er side of things, which takes away from the carries that, that McCaffrey's going to get. Now, could he be more efficient on the way there? Sure. And that in the, in the handicap doesn't play out, but that's kind of where I'm going with all of it. And, and again, this can all go south. I could just be wrong about it all. Pacheco doesn't get it going on the ground. McCaffrey goes nuts, you know, and they can't stop anything. And they sell out to sin. They still can't stop. I mean, all of this could go south. Like I said, I'm, I'm fully prepared for us to be sitting here talking about this later down the line. And this is a, a 49er, you know, 10-point win. I want to get to something on the other side to wrap up the show. Regarding, I, I think you're, you all, when you go about betting the Super Bowl, have that vision, right? Have that, okay, this is how it's going to play out. Like like Matt has point, painted out. He thinks Pacheco, Chiefs. Do you get off of that just a little bit to cover yourself instead of going all in on everything one side? I want to discuss prop attack as we wrap up v Prime Primetime. Continuing coverage of v Super Week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. New customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. That code again, V-S-I-N. The crown And... Sometimes you just look at a game, Matt, and you're like, why didn't we bet the under? Virginia-Miami just wrapped up. Miami scored 38 points, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Total, 131.5. You won if you took the under. By the way, our coverage of VEASAN Super Week continues here on VEASAN. VEASAN tonight coming up next with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. Real quickly, because it's Super Bowl week. Mm -hmm. Media Day is going on right now. They're doing live shots on local television. Uh, all over the place. Did you get disrupted, I'll say, by the Pebble Beach inclement weather, Matt Brown? Yeah, I mean, it was just... Look, Twitter's an interesting thing, right? Uh, and like, listen, our very own... Look, our very own... It, it, our very own Wes Reynolds had Wyndham Clark, and he got home on that or whatever. Just, Twitter's an interesting thing because there were so many so many victory laps that were that were going around yesterday when, like, I would be more humble than that. I would just kind of be like, you know what? Glad I had a ticket on Wyndham Clark, but feel pretty fortunate that the tournament got called when it did because there was a lot of guys within striking distance. He shot a 60 in order to get where he was. He made 160 feet of putts in order to shoot that 60 and to get there. So, I don't know. It's just it, Twitter's an interesting thing, man. Like It's just like every, everyone's like, see, look how smart I am. I had Wyndham Clark. It's like, yeah, I mean, well, it only went three rounds, and he shot literally the round of his life and all this to get there. Instead of saying, man, I was pretty lucky. I was pretty fortunate. It's like, look at this handicap and how smart I am. And it's like, yeah, well, you know what? He wouldn't have won the tournament if we'd have played the fourth round, I promise It's not you. gambling Twitter. Yeah. You know, it's – it's. <laughs> yeah. I always uh, – so I do a morning show in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and uh, – the guys up there, they've been doing it forever, 35-plus mm. years, and they always joke with me. Because I, I'm very self-deprecating. I think many of our viewers mm. and listeners know that. And, you know, understand when you're lucky. Yeah. And, like, that's why you'll never make it big. And I'm like, you know, in a joking yes. manner. Yes. Because I, I – look, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back. There was um, three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, I had a college basketball bet. Uh, I bet against – I think it was producer Britain's Nebraska squad mm. – uh, at Rutgers, Rutgers came back from like twelve down in the final like minute. Some yeah. like when you hit those, cool. It cashed, hits your account. That's great. 
move on with your day. Yeah. Don't be, you know, doing the doing the victory lap. You know, when you get an overtime winner, go on with your day. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll give you an example. This is going to be a little deep cut. Like, if you had Tulane yesterday, lay in 10. They won by 12 in overtime. Don't do a victory lap. Mm-hmm. Just say, okay. I won that bet. Glad I won the bet. Won that bet. Glad I had the ticket. I will move on yeah. and know that you were lucky as all you know what. Uh, by the way, we talked about this with JVT. I don't know where your stance is when it comes to because you don't you bet some NBA right? Yeah. Not a ton of uh, college hoops. So on Friday nights we're doing the uh, the Veasan Circa Challenge again, and uh, this past week was the first week. And uh, one of my plays we talked about on the show on Friday was Texas A and M minus two. I am pretty steadfast on just take the money line. Don't mess around. But contest purposes, you can't. So it's kind of a weird game, back and forth, Matt. And uh, Texas A&M gets a turnover. I have Texas A&M laying two against Florida. They're up one. They've got the ball to inbound. So what's going to happen? Okay. They're going to get fouled. They're going to shoot some free mm-hmm. throws. And hopefully we get a push. Maybe we get the cover to get both free throws. We're in okay shape. Not great shape, okay shape. But it was a turnover, right? Turnover. So what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when you have a turnover near the baseline, you have to inbound. You can't move. And the ref goes, can't run the baseline. Hands the ball. What does the guy do? That's a travel. Gives the ball back to Florida. Florida holds for the final shot. They miss. Texas A&M wins by one. Take the money line. (laughs) (laughs) Moral of the story. Take the money line in college basketball. I don't know what the threshold is. That's always the interesting thing, Matt. Is like, do you have a threshold like in the NFL or in the NBA? Do you have a threshold? Because Mike Palm always asks me this, and I'm like, I think it's three and a half is kind of my cutoff. Like at four, you're up at like minus a dollar eighty. That's getting pretty pricey. Mm. You're not going to make a lot of money laying big money line prices like that. But like three, three and a half, I'm probably still going to lay the money line at like minus 60, minus 70. Yeah, it's... I'm typically more the one-two guy. Yeah, definitely one-two. Yeah. Definitely one-two. I'm more the one-two guy. One is like a dollar twenty. Yeah. Like I mean, I get it. Like yeah. those add up. I I totally understand it. Like over time, but like I don't know, a dollar twenty, man. Like I'm I'm in. Yeah, one two guy. That's about it for me. That that'll be about the 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 cutoff with it. And you know, people ask me about that even in the NFL, right? I mean, like it, it's one. Why would you put the money on? Well, you know, we moved the extra point back. Weird stuff happens now. People are going for two a lot more. Like all you know, all these different things like that. And so I I do that. You know, like I mean, I, I do that. And I'll tell you this: in college football, definitely take the two with the new overtime mm-hmm. rules. Yeah, absolutely. You have to take the two uh, in that. What about on the flip side? Are you a Take the two and a half, or are you money line? Oh, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the two and a half. I just always take uh, points. Yeah, I yeah. Just, I just every single time because I, I know the day is gonna come. Like over the weekend when I was down in the dumps, I took UCLA plus two and a half. They ended up winning by eight. So you could say, well, you could have got the money line. I'm like, yeah, I could have, or they could have lost by two, and I would have yeah. been really mad at myself exactly. for not taking the two and a half. So we always look at the stuff like that on the on the bad side of things. You, like I said, we just it's always. It balances out, right? You like, I hope that. someone out there took the two with Florida this weekend and got the cover because they didn't, you know, get greedy and go on the money line. All right. Uh, 
I don't have you in studio the rest of the mm-hmm. week, so let's let's go rapid fire, Matt Brown, who will be back with us. You'll be on Saturday night, correct? Saturday night. Yep. Yeah, getting you kind of last blush look, and then looks po- like I'm I might might be might be pinch hitting tomorrow morning on a numbers game. Oh, so, there we go. So might be might be back on the network tomorrow morning. All right, but for my purposes, because mm-hmm. that's all I care about. Um, final score of Super Bowl Fifty Eight, Matt Brown. You know, I knew you were gonna. What did I put in the guide? We had, we all had to put that in there. By like, the way, what did, I, can I just say? Something? What did I put? What so, did I put in there? So I'll just give a. While well, you look it up, I I went in and I put in my score, and then I scrolled up and like it was. It had to have been the most common score. I think my score was twenty four twenty. I had Niners over Chiefs because I wanted to go under. And I wanted to take the Niners. I scrolled up, and it like, felt like everybody had twenty four twenty in there. It's like I gotta, I gotta look. All right, a- a- Adam, the link. Okay, final score and predictions. Let's see what I what I went with here. Um, but you were going on the other side of most people, though. though. Yeah, yeah. So you would at well, least have the some 49ers out there. There were, yeah, not not too many. I, I got to go back and count it. Oh, I'm 24 21. Are you? <laughs> yeah. 24 21. 24 21 Chiefs <laughs> over, over the Niners. Yeah. All right. Uh, will That's you, so funny. We're will, spoiling the, the, the guide, by the yeah. way, but you know, whatever. It's fine. Will, Just a couple of scores. Will you, do, will you take part in Circus Squares? I will do it for fun. For fun. Yeah. For fun. Long, I know the, the, long shots, or will you like medium shots? Medium shots. Yes. First quarter, or just end the game? Probably just, probably just end the game okay. ones and medium shots. And again, it's just more. So this is I've been stressing this on 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 my show, and I continue to stress this. Anyone that has me on, the Super Bowl of all the games, you can have fun with your bets, man. Like it does not have to be this whole thing. Like everything's got to be positive EV, you know, and like oh, and everyone's <laughs> screaming at you and all this like. Dude, most people are hanging out with their buddies and hanging out with their friends. It's having a couple cocktails. You know, it's a time of the year where you can justify everyone getting together and hanging out. Like, it's fine to have fun bets. Like, you can throw in some stuff that is just like, oh, you know what? I don't expect this to hit, but if it does, that would be fun. You know, that would be great. And I think that that's perfectly fine. And I, at the at the core and the root of all of this, it should be fun, right? Like, like this should be fun. It should be entertainment. And so I, I have no problem with, with doing stuff like that and just having some entertainment bets. <laughs> I just saw this tweet. It's going to be the way yeah. we wrap up the show. The Twitter feed at Las Vegas locally just tweeted mm-hmm. out about an hour ago that an NFL player was apparently attacked by a coyote last night at Lake Las Vegas. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, it's like, I see coyotes. That could be real. I, yeah, I, mean, I see coyotes uh, at least once a week. Now, normally, I walk my dog who loses his mind when he sees coyotes, and they just go away, but don't mess with them. This was three, three years ago at this point, but one street over from me, walking along the back fence, which could have just walked along my back fence as well, whatever, full-on mountain lion. Oh. Full-on mountain lion. No thanks. Made his way in from the deal and all that. Yeah, I got little dogs would have just been... Done so. Thanks to Thor Nice from Mike Pritchard, Cody Decker, Dieter Kurtenbach, JVT, and Josh Applebaum. V Sin Super Week coverage continues. Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, they're next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.